888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I am your host, Leslie Samuel from learningwithleslie.com. And I have another exciting interview for you today. Uh, today I'm going to be interviewing Greg Hartle. And Greg, this, this is a really unique story. Greg sold everything he owns and he started from basically nothing. Um, to be more specific, he started with $10.00 and a laptop with the goal of building the life of his dreams and document the entire experience online, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He is traveling across the entire United States. He is interviewing individuals. His goal is to interview 500 individuals who are building the life of their dreams. And his goal is to inspire aspiring entrepreneurs who want to succeed in life. Now, my goal for today is to find out how exactly he is doing what he's doing and how the average person can come from basically nothing and accomplish a lot. So that's what we're going to cover today on Learning with Leslie. Hey, Greg, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Leslie. Thanks for having me on. This is cool. Uh, not a problem. I'm excited because there's, I mean, you're doing some cool stuff, and I just, I just felt like I had to get you on here, and we needed to share some of these experiences that you're having so that others can be inspired, do the same thing, do big things online. How does that sound to you? Oh, it sounds fantastic to me. That's what I've been working at the last 240-some days. Oh, well, that sounds good. Okay, so we, we are going to get back. We're going to get into the backstory. But before we get into that, where are you right now in the world? Well, right now I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. I got here about a week and a half ago approximately, uh, and I'll be here until Monday. And I'm actually in the position now where I'm taking a flight. I got a really cheap flight ah. on Southwest, and I'm taking a flight to Chicago, Illinois. Oh, okay. My eighth state, I started in Seattle, Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm headed to Chicago to meet up with a guy I met there when I passed through there a few months ago, and okay. I'm launching a business with him. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and right now, what's the most, I guess you can say the most interesting thing that's happening in life right now? Well, I tell you, I mean, it's, it's really interesting when you start your life with a $10 bill and a laptop. And really the key to that, though, is that I chose not to use any of my existing network uh, okay. or financial resources. So when you start with not having connections to other mm. people, that's a real challenge. Oh, yeah. So, you know, in this, in this 240 some days, I think it's 242 today or something like that, um, the, the biggest challenge or, or the craziest thing is simple stuff like how would I get from you know without a vehicle and without money? Mm -hmm. um, how would I how would I find a place to sleep you know mm. without knowing people or where to go? And so it's been a uh, an experiment in how to uncover places and things and people that uh, allow me to just get to basic survival level and then now moving on to uh, being able to create something online and create a life for myself. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so we know where you are right now. Now let's go back. Let's jump in the time machine and jump back. There has to be a very interesting backstory to this. So how did this all come about? 
Well, I'll do my best to shorten it up and give you the quick version. Okay. But basically what happened is last November, November of 2010, mm-hmm. uh, I came up with this crazy idea with uh, my best friend. We were just sitting around hanging out. And really it came as a result of me having so many countless people come to me in the last three years asking for advice. And in okay. particular, they were asking for advice on how to go through a significant life transition and how to rebuild their life. And it might have been people that have gone through a divorce, people that have had a job layoff, people that have found themselves with, you know, their 401k is nearly gone or Mm -hmm. half gone as a result of the stock market crash, everything that took place beginning in 2008 up till now. Okay. And they came to me because in my 20s, in my early 20s, I was pretty successful at business. I was pretty successful at building the life that I thought I I wanted Mm -hmm. for me. And it was a great life at the time. Um, and I did that from virtual poverty. I, I came from basically nothing and built that life up for myself in my early 20s. And I was living a great life. Mm. But then at 25, I was diagnosed with a life-threatening kidney illness. Mm. And when I was diagnosed with that illness, my life began to rapidly deteriorate over the course of the next eight months to the point where I was sleeping about 18 hours a day, couldn't get out of bed. I had to, had to get move out of my home, move back in home with my parents so that I had somebody to take care of me. Um, nearly, basically completely lost my business during that process and spent all the money that I had invested and saved on essentially keeping myself alive. Oh, now, wow. extremely fortunate in that I was able to get a kidney transplant from my mother okay. um, about eight months after my diagnosis, which is nearly unheard of for somebody to recover that quickly from what I had yeah. at time. Um, but coming out of that, for the next two years following that, I, was, I found myself floundering. I lacked confidence. I wasn't sure of myself. I wasn't really the same person that I was before. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And on top of that, I found myself in major financial debt. Mm. Financial debt Because I had spent all the money I had. I now had no income. And I had taken on a lot of debt from medical bills and other things. So I had to really figure out how to rebuild. And the okay. most important thing I figured out was... I had to stop trying to get my old life back and instead focus on making a new life going forward because Mm -hmm. two things had changed. The world around me had changed Mm -hmm. in that time that I was, you know, going through this illness. And the second thing that changed is I had. And so I rebuilt my life. And and when I rebuilt my life, I built it in a much more meaningful way um, and, and much better financially and everything. Uh, and so in the last couple of years, people have come to me asking, how did you rebuild your life? And essentially, I thought it was kind of boring to write a book about it uh-huh. or to give a bunch of presentations about it. And I thought, what's a crazy experiment that I could do? I like to experiment with new things and I like to do crazy stuff. So I thought, what's a crazy experiment I could do? And I came up with the idea, why not rebuild my whole life again? Start from nothing. No house, no car, no resources, no relationships, no nothing. Essentially, um, which became $10 into laptop.com and see what it takes and see what it takes and document the whole thing. Like you said, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Wow. That, that, that's, um, that's an awesome story. But now let me ask you this question. You said that the world around you had changed and that you had changed. How had you changed specifically? Well, I, I think a few things changed. I think I became, you know, before, you know, I kind of have pre-kidney, post-kidney. Mm-hmm. Kidney, my life was built on the fundamental idea of bigger, better, best. Okay. 
Well, I came from virtual poverty and I said, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to change my circumstances. I'm going to, I'm going to accomplish big dreams. So I had big dreams for myself, mm-hmm. but it was all around the idea of bigger, better, best, you know, faster car, bigger home, uh, you know, more money, whatever it might be, you know, and, and I, you know, I was living the high life. I was driving around in a Mercedes Benz at the age of 22. I mean, that's oh, a nice. lot of people don't get that, you know? And I did really well. And, and, uh, and that was great, except when I went through my kidney situation, I realized that what I wasn't doing is I wasn't creating meaningful experiences. Mm. It was fun. It was interesting. It was adventurous. I did cool stuff. But it wasn't anything that was really truly meaningful to me. You know, there was a level. I was lacking a, a, a significant level of fulfillment out gotcha. of that. And essentially, what became bigger, better, best became I needed more. Right. Mm. It became, well, that's not enough. You know, Mercedes Benz isn't enough. What can I get next? You know, this amount of money isn't enough. What can I have next? And so it became this whole bigger, better, best scenario. And coming out of post kidney, I really had gone through this transformation where life had become about how do I create a meaningful life? How do I not only Mm. have the things I want to have, but make a difference in the world and make a Mm. dent in the world and make an impact on the world on, on a scale? It's not bigger but on a scale that's meaningful. And so that became uh, the focus post-kidney, where I had become uh, a different human being, where I valued different things. And, you know, you, say, you said that it wasn't, necess- it wasn't bigger, but in my opinion, just based on what you're seeing right now, that is bigger. Because at that point, you're looking outside of yourself. It's not, hey, how big can I get? But how much can I contribute to the world? How much value can I give? And that's way bigger than money. No, you're 100% correct. And that was a a big shift for me because, Mm. you know, my world revolved around me, quite frankly. You know, and it wasn't necessarily a bad thing, per se. It just wasn't who I could be, you know, who Mm. I could ultimately become. And so... Transferring out, you know, when I recovered from the whole kidney situation, I said, you know, I, I've got to dedicate my life to doing something bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Like you're, and it became, how can I make a greater impact and make a bigger dent? I like that. I like that. Okay, so um, you decide, okay, well, no, not you decide, but there was this change in who you are, in what you wanted to accomplish, and you wanted more to, to, to le- make an impact and, and, and affect others' lives. You decide to, 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 to actually get rid of everything you own and start with $10 and a laptop. Explain that process. Because, you know, I, I think, okay, I want to have an impact on the world. I'm definitely going to keep all the money that I have and try to build more and help people with that. But to go from having so much to having nothing. Explain that process. Well... So that it's an interesting point because I think there's many, of course, many ways that one yeah. can make it. And when I look at my life, I, I think that the thing that, that makes me me is my ability to experiment with new things mm. and, my exper- and my ability to start from scratch and build. I mean, I, I lived in virtual poverty growing up and I started from scratch and built. Then I went through my kidney situation and found myself in major debt and found myself having to start from scratch and rebuild. And so, you know, this doing it again, you know, I, I really kind of live by the philosophy that if you if you treat your life as a destination, mm-hmm. it's a dead end. Mm. But if you treat your life as a journey, journey it's I like that. beginning. Mm. And so for me, it's about that. You know, it's about how can I 
start a new journey? How can I go on a journey? And, and really, so in order for me to do that, what I've learned is that in order to create or get the things you want, the number one question that we never ask is, what are we willing to give up? Mm. See, if you're willing to get something, that means you must be willing to give up something. And what most people try to do is they try to hold on to everything they have, and then they try to get something new. But the reality is, is you can go only as far as your attachments will take you. Mm. So the question I would have, and the question I've had for myself is, what am I willing to give up? So my thought is, yes, I could make an impact with my money, which I have. You know, I, I've, I've you know, donated quite a bit of money to different philanthropic organizations and, and other things of that nature. But I thought, what's a way that I could really make an impact, um, not necessarily in numbers, but in pure uh, inspiring people to go ahead and take chances and do the things they want to do? Well, to me, there's no better way to do that than to start from scratch. Mm. That, that gives you a fundamental baseline to say, well, I have nowhere to go but up from mm-hmm. here. If I can get resourceful and I can get inspired, I have nowhere to go but up from here. And that became the experiment. Now, the $10 and the laptop, that became more marketing. You know, in today's okay. world, we live in a world of sound bites and catchphrases. So if you're going to do something meaningful, even if, it, even if it's just, you know, if it's a business idea or if it's a philanthropic endeavor, it has to fit in the soundbite and catchphrase culture that we live in. And so $10 on a laptop is catchy. $10 on a laptop.com, it's catchy, it's interesting. What does that mean? What are you doing? Um, so that became more of just a pure business marketing decision to start with those two items. Okay, so you get rid of everything. Yep. Now, now when, when I say get rid of everything, does that literally mean everything? What does everything mean? Well, everything in terms of my possessions. So what I did is I cleared out my place in San Diego. I cleared out my place in Phoenix, got rid of my place in San Diego, got rid of my place in Phoenix, no car, uh, no possessions of any sort other than I have, you know, I had some clothes and some miscellaneous things, but nothing (laughs) significant. And uh, got rid of all of those possessions, basically, and started in in six weeks from the middle of November to the end of December, I got rid of everything. And it was go time, you know, from there. Okay, so you, you literally got rid of everything then. There's no ambiguity there. Everything means just about everything besides your laptop, $10, and I assume the clothes that were on your back. Yeah, I, I brought a few clothes um, okay. and a couple of pairs of shoes and, you know, some miscellaneous things. Like it was cold, so I had a jacket, things like that, but, but nothing, you know, significant. Less, let's just say I had less than 50 items to my name. Okay, and I'm assuming that you didn't give away everything and uh, sell everything and give the money all away. Is that? Uh, That's a correct assumption. So, that, you know, I still have businesses that run and, um, and things like that, but I don't get involved in it day to day. And I haven't, I wasn't involved in it day to day before I started this anyway. Okay. So those things still function. I still own different real estate projects and, and businesses of that nature, but I got rid of all of my possessions. And the stuff that you use, you, you didn't get rid of the businesses that are running. You're not using any of those resources on your journey right now. That's absolutely correct. I mean, I literally started with a $10 bill. Okay. Uh, all I started with. And I haven't tapped into any of my relationships either, which is much more challenging than not tapping into your finances. That's true. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we had a baseline. Everyone understands where we're starting off. Okay. So we're starting and now we have $10. We have our laptop and we get out of the house. We're walking down the road. What in the world is going through our minds right now? 
Well, I tell you, that first two hours was pretty tough because, uh, you know, I, there's a there's something that I remind people all the time. There's a big difference between knowing about something mm -hmm. and knowing something. So okay. I could say to you, Leslie, I could say, hey, I just read this book on Italy. I know a lot about Italy, mm -hmm. but I don't know Italy until I've gone there, right? Mm -hmm. I don't really know it. And so you don't know who you are and you don't know what you'll do until you're in that position. You could think about what you might do. Um, you can know about what to do, but you don't know what's going to happen until you're in that position. And that's what happened for me. I had ideas, of course, of what I thought I would do and, you know, what would happen. But it wasn't until I walked out of that house and, and set, you know, out on foot that I really started to realize, wow, wow, the real, this is really happening right now. And I'll tell you, the first few minutes, the first few hours, I thought about quitting. You know, I thought, why not just, you know, who knows about this? No one knows about this yet. I haven't done anything yet. I could just, you know, close up shop, go home. Uh, you know, I didn't have a home to go back to, but I can certainly go back to uh, where I was staying and find a place to sleep, you know, and be okay. And uh -huh. so that crossed my mind. Uh, and then I started, I could tell I was really holding on to that $10 really tight. You know, I was acting as if that was the only money I was ever going to see for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's amazing how we panic over you know, a piece of paper like that. And I was doing that. So I went through that process and I came out the other side and I really recognized that, you know, going back to what I said earlier, you cannot make yourself available for something until you decide you're going to get rid of something. So I thought the best thing I could do right now in this, in this moment of uncertainty is get rid of the $10. Because if I get rid of the $10, then I have nothing. I mean, then I really have nothing. And then I have to just think about how I can hustle and make something happen. So that's what I did. I actually purchased socks with the $10. Um, it goes back to a story from the previous year of discovering that what homeless, people that are experiencing homeless like more than anything else is a fresh pair of socks. So I purchased socks with the $10 and I donated them to the uh, people that were homeless in Seattle and, you know, passed them out and talked to them about what their situation was like you know, the two things that will get you to switch your mood faster than anything else that I've discovered is a deliberate act of compassion and a random act of, act of kindness. Mm. Deliberate act of compassion and a random act of kindness will get you to shift gears faster than anything I've discovered. And so I thought, why not do that? And it did. It caused me to shift gears. And after that, I took a deep breath and I said, all right, let's make some things happen. Let's find you. I know how to make money. I mean, I can do this. Let's make some things happen. And so from there, I just started hustling and uh, make, you know, made some things happen right after that, you know, within the next few hours. <laughs> wow, this is this is very amazing. Um, OK, I want to talk about what you did in terms of, you know, growing your business and everything. But I mean, before we even get to growing a business and starting a business, even we got to eat. Yeah. Uh, we we got to live. We got to, you know, where were you when you started? I was in downtown Seattle. I, I didn't know anything about Seattle. I was visiting friends for the new year, but I didn't know much about Seattle at all. I, you know, I didn't grow up there, didn't live there or anything like that. No, um, and I thought, why, why go back to, to at that time I was in Phoenix. And I said, why go back to Phoenix? I don't know anything about Seattle. Let's just start here. And so I just started there. And you're right. You know, I, I was concerned about where I was going to sleep and what I was going to eat. So the first thing I did was sit down and make a list of all my skills. Okay. You know, the thing you can leverage the most is the skills you already have. Don't, you know, don't start reinventing the wheel. Just take advantage of what you already have. Okay. So I wrote a list of all the things that I'm good at. 
I, I put up a, a WordPress template website tab on there with all the things I could help you do. And then, then I went on Craigslist and Twitter and a couple of other places. And I put out essentially kind of like, you know, messages saying, hey, I can help you do any of these things. Do you need help with any of these things? And the caveat was you could pay me whatever you wanted to pay. So if you wanted to pay me a dollar, you could pay me a dollar. You want to pay me a hundred bucks, you pay me a hundred. Whatever it mm -hmm. was worth to you, I would help you with these things. And so I put that up on a, a WordPress template on a, on a website. I don't know anything about websites. So okay. I just put it up and, um, and I put out these things on Craigslist and other places. And then I sat there and guess what? Crickets. Nothing. You know, no, nobody. Nothing. <laughs> not, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is, this is crazy. Like, somebody, please. Somebody. <laughs> so a little bit of time passed. And then finally a woman responded. And she asked if I could help her write a resume. Okay. And so I, uh, through Craigslist, so I reached out to her, I helped her with her resume and I helped her with a cover letter and she paid me $30 through PayPal. I set up a PayPal account and put a link on my website. I put a little just generic PayPal pay now button, buy now button. And she uh, paid me $30 uh, for uh, helping her write a resume and a cover letter. So right there, you know, I got rid of my $10. You know, people will say all the time, like, you, you have to give in order to receive. Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in that. And people will also say that when you make donations, usually it comes back to you three times. Well, that's exactly what happened to me. I mean, I got rid of the $10 and I made 30 So I was, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, sitting pretty. <laughs> now, how, how long did that take? For you to get that um, between when you gave away the ten dollars and when you made that thirty dollars, do you remember? I want to say probably around four to five hours. Oh, okay. Now, uh, okay, wait. Before I have some questions, I want to ask about that. But I want to go back to a question that I um, was trying to get to before. How did you eat? Well, so then I took that money ah and got food with it. So what I did is I went to the grocery store. And I, uh, if I remember correctly, I bought a, um, a can of beans and uh, I bought a, what else? I, I bought something else and I can't okay. recall. Um, but basically, I actually had them open the can of beans for me at the store because I didn't have a can opener or anything. And I ate out of the can of beans. I got a plastic spoon and I ate out of the can of beans. And I think I bought a bar, like, a, like an energy bar or something like that. Uh, I think it was like a Tiger's Milk bar for 99 cents or something like that. And so then I had food. Well, there you go. Okay. So now now, okay, you put up the website and that quickly, I mean, I know it probably seemed like a very long time. You're just there waiting for somebody to, 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 to do something. But how did you get that person to come to that website after soon just starting it? Well, it was just kind of, you know, I have an interesting story. So I think having my about page tell a compelling story, mm -hmm. um, which it does, uh, and then having this, this services page that said I can do all these things for you, and then having the offer, hey, you can pay whatever you want, including if you think it's worth nothing, don't pay me anything. So the risk barrier is really low. And then so putting something out on Craigslist, so in the um, – in the advertisement section of Craigslist or where people go to look for jobs, mm -hmm. I put a thing out there and said, hey, if you need help writing a resume, I can help you. Gotcha. 
So, you know, where people are going, hundreds of thousands of people go to Craigslist to look for jobs every single day, especially in this economy in America. So I knew people would go there. And so I was just hoping that somebody would click on my thing and say, well, hey, there's no risk here. I don't have to pay him and he'll help me. And that's how it unfolded. Okay, so now $10andalaptop.com, that's your website. Um, you had to get your domain name. You had to get hosting. What's the deal with that? How do you do that? So the only purchase I made prior to this whole experience was buying the domain name, $10andalaptop.com. Okay. So I bought that before I launched in December, but I bought nothing else. I didn't even buy like any equipment or anything to carry with me for the journey. I had to use the suitcase I currently own, the backpack I currently own, nothing else. So I did zero preparation or planning for this whole thing. Um, none, like zero. And, uh, but I did buy the domain name because I knew I would need a landing place to uh, write about this story. Yeah. So I did do that. However, I didn't have any hosting. Okay. So um, what you can do is through WordPress, you can get free hosting through WordPress. Mm. So I had free hosting through them. Uh, and then I just uh, had no logo or anything fancy or anything like that. I just grabbed a WordPress free template and threw up my, my story and my services page and started going. <laughs> That's awesome. So this is bare bones. Okay, we're just putting up a website on there. We're not even paying for the website. Yes, we have the domain name, but now we're just putting, we, we have the about page. It has a compelling story. And then you start advertising on Craigslist. Someone comes to the site and pays you to do a resume for them. Exactly. They paid me 30 bucks. Okay. Where does it go from there? What happens next in terms of um, how you started building the site? What kind of business you started getting from the site? Yeah. Where do we go from there? So what transitioned? Now, keep in mind, I didn't really know much about the online world at all before I started I mean, I, I'm a businessman. I've been an entrepreneur for 13 years, so I understand business okay. and practices very well. But the online world, I wasn't really too familiar. Most of my businesses were traditional you know, businesses that, that didn't involve online at all. So when I started, I really didn't know a whole lot. Um, and I wasn't involved in much on social networks and things like that. I had a Twitter account, but I had, I think, 100 followers at the time. I used it sparingly. Um, I had a personal Facebook page, but that was about it. So what I had to do is I had to start educating myself on best practices online. Okay. So what I did is just go out to Twitter and start asking people, you know, who are people, you know, I just asked people, who are people, you know, that have really great websites for service-based businesses or who are people, you know, just start asking tons and tons of questions um, through Twitter mainly. Twitter has been my, my lifeline to pretty much everything. Okay. Um, and so I reached out on Twitter and, and, uh, you know, through the hundred people that were already following me, you know, people started responding and then I started getting more followers and then people would say, wow, it's a really interesting project you're doing. Uh, maybe this person can help you and stuff like that. So I, over the time I found somebody who was willing to switch my hosting to their hosting. Um, so now I have good hosting. Okay. Also, somebody was willing to help me with small tweaks to the template because I knew nothing about how to edit, you know, or do anything like that. And so I found a woman out of Sacramento who was willing to make a few little tweaks for me and a few little things like that. And then I started to find people, you know, I started to find people that were doing things online and it appeared to be doing them very well, like a Jonathan Fields, for instance, you know, he does exceptional work online or a Chris Gillibo, um, you know, and now I know these people very well. 
um, and have even met them in person. Mm -hmm. But when I started, I didn't know them at all um, and didn't know anything about it. So I find, you know, there's no reason to reinvent things. You know, go find people that are already doing it really well and learn as much as you can from them. Soak it up as much as you can from them. And that's what I did. So over the next couple of months, I was able to start making some tweaks and some changes and some, you know, changing my work with me page, for instance, instead Mm -hmm. of just a list of all the things I could do, turning it more into copy that could explain the benefits that I could give somebody. And just simple things like that, it began to evolve over time. Okay, so you're starting from nothing. You don't know much about the internet marketing thing. You don't know much about blogging and all that kind of stuff. But, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. I connect with the right people. You're obviously not spending any money on internet marketing products and membership sites or anything of that sort. You're just going out there connecting with real people online and learning from what they're doing and implementing what they're doing to grow your business. That's correct. I mean, it just comes down to connecting with people and asking enough questions. And also connecting with people offline as well. You know, one of the things I think is a real good skill to have in today's world is to integrate both. Mm. You know, plenty of people online to connect with. There's plenty of people offline to connect with. And the key is to integrate and connect with both and transfer those relationships. You know, meet people online and then meet up with them offline. And meet people offline and find them online and keep those relationships going is a huge skill to develop and one that I was developing, not by design, but just by sheer necessity yeah. um, at the very beginning. Okay. Now, what role did blogging play in this entire process? Well, I knew nothing about blogging before I started, but what I've discovered is about blogging. I'm not a blogger, and I'm not very good at blogging, but here's what I've discovered. Mm-hmm. is that Blogging helps you do a few things. One, it helps you get clear on who you are what you know, and what you can offer the world. Um, Just as a pure journaling tool for yourself, Mm -hmm. I encourage people to blog because I've learned so much about myself and what I'm good at and what I can help people with just through that process of writing. Um, So that's one. And number two, it helps people understand who you are and what you can offer them as well, and and you stay in front of them. You know, if you're writing like I'm writing about my journey and the lessons I'm learning and the things that I'm applying, it I stay relevant to them. Mm-hmm. You know, in today's world, if I go to a website and I and I don't see updated information within the last couple of weeks yeah. or at least the last month, I think the website is stale and I'm probably not going to stick around. And so in today's world, that fresh new content, not only is it good content, it also makes sure that uh, you're relevant to people right now. Okay. And how has it grown since then? Okay, you got the first person to do the resume. Um, how has business evolved since then? Well, I've done a series of things. I've done stuff online and offline. So, you know, starting with $10, you have to hustle. Yeah. There's no way around it. And so, you know, I've since then, I've done everything such as move furniture, clean apartments, wash cars, babysit kids. Uh, you name it. I've done anything and everything that I've had to do to hustle and to make some cash. Okay. Online, because I've been able to share lessons and show my experience and show what I know and show what I'm learning, more and more people have begun to follow me. You know, online and offline business is all the same, especially service-based business. It comes mm. down to two things. Know, like, trust. Mm. Know you exist, then they need to like you, and then they need to trust you in order to buy from you. 
And so over the course of 200 days, all I've been doing is try to make sure more people know about me. The people that already know about me, make sure the ones who want to like what I have to say and are drawn to it and resonate with it. Of course, not everyone will, but you'll find a certain segment who will like you. And then from those people who like me, begin to build trust and rapport with them by commenting on their stuff, interacting with them through your stuff, in your blog comments section, on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever it might be, so that they have enough trust in you to buy from you. And so, you know, that's essentially what I've done is know, like, and trust since day one. Okay, and do you have products online that you sell also, or is it just the services that you offer? At this point, I don't have any products. Now, my intent with $10IntheLaptop.com is not to turn that into a business itself. Okay. That is a behind-the-scenes look at what I will be doing or the businesses I will create. So my objective is to actually not make any money from $10IntheLaptop.com with the exception of the money I need to get to this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but at some point, I will stop even offering, probably I will stop even offering services. Because I will launch businesses, and I'm about to launch a business, newmethods.org, which will be an online entrepreneur video academy. And so I'm about to launch that business with my business partner who I met in Chicago, Bradley Gothier. Mm -hmm. um, and so I will tell you all about the things I'm learning and doing and best practices and the things that are working on $10IntheLaptop.com while the business is actually run over at newmethods.org. So, but right now, yes, I'm offering services on $10IntheLaptop.com, essentially consulting services for people on their businesses, um, utilizing the skills I've developed over 13 years, plus what I'm learning and applying right now to create the business that I have. Okay, and newmethods.org, what is that going to be about, if so, you don't mind sharing? Yeah, absolutely. What okay. that's going to be is we want that to be the premier online video academy for entrepreneurs and small business owners. Mm. So it'll be a membership site where essentially you'll have access to thousands of videos, how-to videos and uh, mindset videos on what it takes to be an entrepreneur in the 21st century. And we'll have a faculty of instructors who will be experts in their field who will teach specific subjects, everything from accounting and finance to operations and uh, you know, client and product fulfillment to other things like marketing and sales. You know, my partner, Bradley Gothier, is an expert marketer, and in particular, an expert marketer online. And so he'll be, you know, delving highly into that uh, subject. I'll be focused on things like productivity and how to have a solid mindset, a business mindset, and a mindset of an entrepreneur. And then we'll have countless other instructors who will come in and record a series of videos as well. And it'll be an online membership site. Awesome. Now, how long has it been since you started this journey? I think today is 242 or 243 since, uh, since the beginning, January 5th. Awesome. And, and as a result of this, what has been the most rewarding thing for you? Boy, um, you know, when I set out on this journey, my idea was to help anybody go into a significant transition and, and to just be some sense of inspiration to them. Look, I'm, I'm just some dude. I'm, yeah. I mean, nothing special about me. It's just that I wanted to try to be an inspiration to some level. Um, and so I think what's been most rewarding is getting those emails or those messages from people that say, hey, you know, after we met in New York City, I launched my blog or, 
you know, when we had that phone conversation and I was able to talk to you, um, I finally decided to bring this product to market that I've wanted to do for a few years. Or just simple things that not even that, you know, drastic where people just said, hey, you know, I appreciate what you're doing. It's keeping me going. It's keeping me, you know, uh, moving forward and looking forward to new opportunity. I haven't found a job in 18 months, but now I'm more inspired than ever to find a job, whatever it might be. I think that's probably been the most rewarding thing so far. That's just awesome. Okay, so your goal is to help, especially help people that maybe have had some hard times and they want to get going and give them the inspiration, the motivation. And not only that, but even in some ways, the tools and resources, the education that they need in order to accomplish their goals. Now, imagine that I am someone that I'm dealing with a terrible situation. I mean, the financial situation in the country right now is terrible. I have no money. I am basically starting from nothing. What advice would you give to me? Uh, multiple things. Okay. Number, go complete a deliberate act of compassion. Number two, complete a random act of kindness because it'll shift your mindset, I guarantee you. That's number one. Okay. The second thing I would say to you is, is there is no mistake that in America today you can no longer be average. The reality is, is for the last Wait, can, 30... Can you, can you say that again? For some reason I didn't hear that part. You can no longer be average. Okay. So the reality is in the last 30 to 50 years in America, you could do average things, live an average life and be very comfortable. But the world has changed. Mm. The best, and you know, the best quote I've heard and the one I tell everybody is an Eric Hopper quote, which is, in times of change, the learners inherit the earth, while the learned find themselves beautifully equipped for a world that no longer exists. <laughs> and to me, that's America as a whole. That is so true. We are beautifully equipped for a world that no longer exists. Mm. You know, you know, this idea that you can get a, you know, get a college degree and go get a job and live a nice average life and all that. It's kind of, you know, it really is kind of gone. So what I would suggest to you is, is be open to change, be open to change and creative change. You know, be open to experimenting with new things, trying new things and know that you'll fail and know that you'll suck at it at the beginning, and that's perfectly okay. When I started this, I sucked at things online. I mean, I just sucked. There's no bones about it, but I'm getting better. And the reality is no one knew because no one was there to see me suck. So while I was reaching out and doing all these things, we're so worried about how we're going to be judged, but the reality is no one's paying attention at the beginning. Yeah. So be open to change and just getting started. And be and get resourceful. There are so many resources out there. When I started, I used a blog that was free. I used PayPal, which allowed me to accept money, which was free. I used Skype to connect with people, which is free. I used Square, which is the ability to accept credit cards in person yeah. on, on a phone or another uh, mobile device, which is free. All these things are free. The li I went to the library to get Wi-Fi. That's free. I hung out at McDonald's and Starbucks to get Wi-Fi. That's free. There are so many things available to you. Google Voice. I got a voicemail number and a, and a, and a physical you know, phone number. That's for free. All of that stuff is free. Google Docs to create documents and PowerPoint presentation. All free. So everything that I would, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all free. Um, everything that I was doing, I was utilizing for free. 
I mean, it's amazing how many things we have available to us. The key is, here's the key. You have to get resourceful. And you have to hustle. You have to get up and hustle. But if you're resourceful for long enough, sooner or later, you'll, be, you'll have access to more resources. And that's what's happened to me. Monday, I'm taking a flight from here to Chicago. When I started, a flight would be absurd to even think about, yeah. right? So it's real simple. If you get resourceful, resources will open up. When I started, I had only one mode of transportation, foot. Then I had foot, and then I had Craigslist rideshare, which, by the way, is free. Foot, Craigslist rideshare. Then I had made enough money where I could take a bus ride. So foot, Craigslist rideshare, take a bus ride. Then I could take a train. And now I'm flying. And that's how it works. So you got to just get started. And if you take the first step, sooner or later, you'll look back and you'll realize you've taken a thousand steps and you know what you're doing. I, I love that quote, uh, that thing that you said, that I have to say it again, just in case someone didn't hear it the first time. If you are resourceful long enough, resources will open up. And that is so true. I found it to be true in everything that I do online. And I just hope someone out there is listening to this and they get inspired to start doing the things that you said. Number one, do an act of compassion and kindness. Number two, you cannot be average. Number three, be open to creative change. Number four, get started. Number five, be resourceful. I think that's pretty much it. I'm, you know what? I'm going to call it a day because that was awesome. Greg, thank you so much for coming on this call with me and doing this interview. I know that people who are, listening, are going to listen to this and be inspired. So thank you for all you do. All right. So, hey, guys, I want to ask you to check out his site, $10 and a laptop.com he's doing some great stuff over there oh man i'm excited after this interview i hope you guys are excited too as usual i want to invite you to come to the website at learningwithleslie.com and subscribe to the podcast for more interviews more resources more learning there's just a whole bunch of stuff that you can do online and i want to be a part of that journey with you so thank you for tuning in as usual take care And God bless.